Okay, let's uh, begin with a quick review of the sensitive subtopic we started last week. This will take us a few nights. And it's the underpinnings of the two halachas you have on page one in front of you in the Mechaber, Sif Yedal and Sif Yedzayin. Yedalid was from the Gemara, as all these things are, where the Gemara is a case where the mother and the father asked for something simultaneously, hopefully didn't know the other one was asking, or else why would you put your kid in a crossfire like that? Although I've seen it done when there wasn't too much shalom bias. And if they will be clear, if they're married or divorced and the one parent does it, the child does not listen, it's like asking the child to get involved in machlekes. So that's not, not the case. Father asked for a cup of coffee. Mother yelled from the other room, can I have a cup of coffee? Here, Machabe says water. Same idea. And uh, the din is that he has to bring the coffee to his father first. If he can't do both of them together, he has to serve the father first because Shneem are Mechuyiv, both him and his mother, Mechuyiv in the covet of the father. In a normal case, this is not going to come up because the parents are not going to do that. I, mean, I said, if they're doing it amazing, we have a big problem. And he doesn't have to listen because they're just trying to cause Mechuyiv and Sarah to each other, which I've seen plenty of, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, hopefully they didn't know, and of course, if they do find out, of course the father would say, serve your mother first, the mother would say, so then they get into a big fight, uh, who's serving who first for the other one, for the cover of the other one, which is great. Just to clarify, we're, we're not making a distinction at this point of exactly the same time where you've been helping your mother for 10 minutes. We are, we actually raised that, and we will get into that. Uh, I, I definitely want to assume it's simultaneous, because if he started Helping the mother, my example, he's peeling potatoes and the father runs to the room and says, can you help me jack up the car? I just got a flat tire. He's in the middle of peeling potatoes. He's on potato number seven. Seven out of 500. And he has ways to go. And he's not finished yet. So uh, would we apply a mitzvah and mitzvah? And we will cover that, not tonight or maybe tomorrow night, but we will get to right that. Right now we're talking about simultaneous. So simultaneous enough, he didn't start one or the other yet and the other tzibah came in. So the Mechaber says, again based on the Gemara, that you serve the father first and you do whatever he wants first then quickly get to the mother and again I, I, I can't emphasize enough I'm talking about what the din is in a perfect world the father if he hears that the mother wanted something should say serve your mother first because that's the nice thing to do and vice versa and you know, the famous uh, shot they say that in the time I the very loy there was shisha mixed they were so poor and they were learning and each one uh, didn't even have their own blanket that was so cold and they were in Miskasa. And the reason it worked is because each one was pushing the talus onto the other one. If it doesn't, well, and it has stories like that in concentration camps, and it worked if there was achters, if there was no achters, that was going to be pulling the cover in the other direction. Again, that's uh, the Musa Shaboy. The din is uh, that the child can't really even bring it up unless he knows if the father would know he'd want to give it to his mother. Then he could say, ta. Mommy, if for a cup of coffee, should I give her first? He can't even bring that up unless that's a dove or pusher. Because the din is the din, and the din's talking to the son. What does he do now? The son or the daughter? Unmarried daughter. Yud Zion is talking about a married daughter, and the Machaber points out again without any chalukim, and Yud and Yud Zion. Read Yud Zion again on page one. Starts off at the same chalukim. If she's married, she mishubedes labailo. Again, sounds like an absolute patur. We know that 
if the husband, and if he's smart, he should do this, and if he's nice, he should do this, and he gets a key in because he has a dinner keeper of his in-laws on a lower level, but lower level than parents, but there's still a key of keeper there. He should give her the opportunity and encourage every opportunity for her to help her parents. Lamaisa, if something needs to be done in the house and he needs her help and needs her assistance, she's Mishabedah's Labayla, and she cannot do keep it of aim. And perhaps she shouldn't even ask to do. And if she's no longer married, she goes back to her prior ability to do the full chiyav. And we're going to discuss this in greater details because all these are very uh, hot, hotly debated topics. So Lamaisa, when these things come up, which usually are not great scenarios, but sometimes uh, they're asked in all innocence, what do I do? What does Hashem want me to do over here? And first you've got to figure out the din, then you figure out uh, after the din, what can you do to try to accommodate? The Pischei Tshuva, which we mentioned, uh, did we see it inside yet, or I just spoke it outside? We saw it inside already. Pischei Tshuva and Sif Cotton Tess says the following story. He says, nearly, which means it doesn't have a fair Shemakar, and at the end he says, Ein Zebar. I can't overemphasize that. Pischei Tshuva himself says, Ein, Ein Zebar. I have a riot. the Pischei Tshuva backed away from the Svar. It's not that relevant because Roiv Achroin and Maclear, Rubid, Rubid Achroin disagree with the whole notion. I'm mentioning the notion because it's discussed. The Pischei Tshuva says maybe... Both, he only says it about Sif Yadalad, interestingly enough, even though it should apply to Sif Yadzayin as well. He says, in the case where the son is stuck between the father and the mother, he doesn't know what to do, and the din is he has to serve the father first. Maybe that's only dafka by the request to have a cup of coffee or a cup of water, because the mother's mechuyiv, meshubah, to bring that for the father. But if it's something, it's a request that has nothing to do with her list of shibudim, it's a clear list in Ebenezer, then they're on the same level playing field again, and he could take his pick according to the Mahabar, just like Nizgarshi could take his pick, even though Rabbi Rucham holds he should not take his pick, he shouldn't choose, just put it down and let them decide. Mahabar passes like Rashi, that you can take your picks. He says, if they're married, you can take their pick. It's not part of a job description. That's the Svar of the Pesachuva, which he himself says is not clear. It's Mashma from, and the Pesachuva probably said the Zabar because of this, Mashma from the Chabar and Yadal and Yadzayan. The Chabar doesn't doesn't say any chilukim, it just says when she's married, she's potum kibaravim, come out legamre, even if she's not doing what's on the list. Sounds like she's just there for her husband, even though it's not part of the official list. And in Yadalit, it doesn't give any exceptions either. And most achreinim, and we'll discuss some of the rayas now, say that there's a much greater issue and a greater understanding and a crucial hashkafa slash halacha to the context and the formation of the relationship of the marriage which in modern times, obviously is going to get pushback, and the more modern the orientation, the more pushback you're going to get on this. That doesn't mean the halacha change. We're not taking a Gemara or a Din out of Shulchan Aruch, as I mentioned. Uh, that is that if it's not limited to the list, how can you disagree with the Pesachet Shuvah? It's not part of a job description. The answer is that the job description, besides the finite list, is a general issue of covered. And if she becomes aware that the husband asked for a cup of coffee also, even if it weren't in her, on her list, which it is, she should defer because of the covet to the husband, which means at the end of the day, as equal, I'm trying to say this as delicately as I can, even though I tell you, I got emails before the shi'ar, I can imagine what's going to be afterwards, but we have to speak, the MS says what the Ashkafa is, as much in our modern world, even in very firm circles, as much as the relationship has become more equal, uh, every corporation has to have a CEO, and every house has to have a leader, and every uh, shul and community has to have a leader. Yeah, somebody has to decide. Somebody's got to wear the pants. And besides the low yubush, low silbush issues with uh, wearing the pants, at the end of the day, 
there is a uh, aspect of covet. He is the leader of the family, and um, that's the davar pushit in our circles, more or less. And as the society seeps in more, that's less pushit to more people, which is creating uh, huge shalom bias issues. Nothing wrong with discussing. Nothing wrong with it. And I'm already agreeing that the relationship is more of an equal <coughs> relationship than it was perhaps five hundred years ago. But that doesn't change the hierarchy and push comes to what do you do? And hopefully you shouldn't be pushing or shoving. What's the din? Now, if the husband wants to defer and say, do me a favor, I can't, I don't like making decisions. Can you make all the decisions? Then he can do whatever he wants. But if he didn't say that, clearly there's no applied mechila that it is a 50-50 vote. There's no normal corporation that has a board of even number of members in the board. Is that correct? Anybody? Akiva, can you help us out? Would that be suicide for the uh, board meetings? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. Uh, you just can't. You can't do that. And um, we hope in 99% of the situations this doesn't come up, and that they both agree. And sometimes he'll defer, sometimes she'll defer. And well, Lamaisa, what's the? This is what covet is. If you don't agree with the Pesachuva on the finite list, covet is the deference of what the uh, makeup of the marriage and the family unit is. And that's what's going on over here. And most of point out that that's why they disagree the Pesachu. The Pesachu himself doesn't take a strong stand on the issue. And one of the many riots they bring, besides, again, if you read the Stamad Machaber, who's not Machalik, if you take a look at page... I think the number was cut off, but in your uh, set... I have one. You have another, I have another one here? I think I have uh, uh, is there a copy of the Ramam? Is there a Ramam here? Yes, it's, it's the back copy. I don't know why it's not. They have one more for me. Um, actually, I do have it. Okay. Take a look at the Ramam and Hilchasishus. Ramam gives you in two short halachas. This is not in the Marna Vuchim, this is not in Parish of Chinese, the Yadachazaka. Hilchasishus, Parish Tezvok, Pasig Yates. Chain Tzivu Chachamim. Keep it over here. It doesn't necessarily mean opening the door, which we discussed on the separate cover. It's a nice thing to open the car door. Today we have electronic entry, and you can click it, and all the doors are open. If you want to open the door for her, just follow through. If you do it, in a, do it when you go out on a date, then the question will be, uh, why aren't you doing it after you get married? And that's sometimes an issue that uh, women write for. It's a good question. Like, why did I become mashed potatoes? I was good enough when we were going out. So I'm not saying, therefore, don't do it on a date. It might be expected, but... That's not necessarily, that is a form of covet. Machabit over here literally means spending money on her. Uh, Avi, you're laughing. You did it in the date and you didn't do it afterwards? And you're uh, still paying no, the price? Because we're married now. Uh, <laughs> you mean you've been asked the question, that was your answer. That's the wrong answer, by the way, just for the record. Uh, but, uh, that's what most husbands do say, but that's the wrong answer. Uh, it's, uh, I, you're not alone. I think everybody says that, but... Um, the real problem becomes when they, one guy told me he used that answer when they were engaged. They went out five, six times, and then they were engaged. And she said, my high, not Bazoo And he said, we're engaged now. I think then she told him that can be undone. He read the wrong uh, book. Right? <laughs> yeah, in that book. Anyway. I have news for you. They're not opening car doors. They have a show and they're not going out. So that solves that problem. They don't get into the problem in the first place. Anyway, um, we have some 8th graders here. I might be too young to be learning all this already. Uh, but uh, you have to train them less in another few years. Good. So here we have a situation where the word kibbutz can mean many things. It happens to be practically in the Gemara. 
it means spending money on them. It means buying them things all the time, Shal Shagalam, and, and it says, Machabed Esisha Yes Megufa means if you don't have enough in the budget for a new suit or new dress, you get a new dress. That's quite clear. That's what the Gemara means, and that's what the Ramah means here as well. We're not asking for more. The Ramban. Halavai should love everybody as we love ourselves. The Ramah spells it out now. The more money you have, Marbe bitavasik of Spend more on her. It's a school of Shalom Bayes, and interestingly enough, you guys are going to like this, it's a school of Panasa. And some people, when I mention that Gemara, it's a Gemara. Rava told it to his, uh, his uh, constituents, his Talmidim, the Bnei Kehila. And some husbands tell me, I don't know, I'm trying to maximize on that, and the credit card gets bigger and bigger and bigger. School of Panasa doesn't always happen right away, and it can mean many different things. That's the school of Frapanasa. Be very careful not to be too frightening, which means you could be firm on certain issues when you have to, somebody's got to make a decision, but you can't be. You should always speak softly, and this last line is very telling. It doesn't it says, You shouldn't be sad or angry. It doesn't say you shouldn't be sad with her or angry with her. Which means when you come home at the end of the day and you walk in the door, I don't know if anybody here has ever experienced this, but sometimes in the office it can get rough and you walk in and you're in a bad mood. So Ramah says, not only can't you snap at her, you can't even be in a bad mood. You have to walk in because it dampens the whole atmosphere of the house and it's going to make her sad. Uh, so that's uh, a work in progress. But doesn't, the, the diktok here is the l'chari dafka. Okay, so that's a little musr for the husbands over here in, uh, in her direction. Chav, v'chein tziva le'isha shetiyah mechabed, this is bylaw. She should also be mechabed him, so he can say, okay, well, that's the same thing. You test and reverse. But here it says, mechabed, this is bylaw, b'yeser midai. Exceedingly. Rambam is clearly making a chilek, this covet in both directions. Without that, the marriage won't survive. He's got to be mechabed her, and she's got to be mechabed him, but when it comes to that direction, Rambam says, mechabed is by Rabbi Yisimidai. He says the mechabed is mechabed her as money and gifts, is that... No, so I, I admit it also means opening doors and other forms of keyboard. What? No, it doesn't mean spending money here. Because but why does it mean one and not consistent with the other? Because you'll see from the context of the rest of the Rambam, what the Rambam is getting at. That, that's exactly the point of this whole context in the Kibbutz of Aim, is that Kibbutz means many different things in different contexts. Here, it doesn't only mean serving him coffee, which is part of the official job description, or making dinner, whatever it is, keep taking it out. It means she has to actually be him in terms of the deference of, okay, this is the way it is, we're now deadlocked, what do we do? And the Shulchan says in Hukas Kibbutz of Aim, what the son does is he serves his father because she's mechayiv to serve him and Give up on her rights. Again, in a perfect world, he should, if he finds out, he should say, no, 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 give mommy the coffee first. She's working hard. She deserves it. And that's what we hope will happen most of the time. But we're still going to know what the din is. So, Mechabed, this is Baal Abiyesimidai, V'yaleh Amayra Mimenu. Okay, I will say, Amayra Mimenu in today's day and age might not be happening too much. And that's okay. It doesn't mean the din changed. That means that there, if he demands, like, the standing up for the parents, if the parents are implicitly meirich and they don't stand up, so then what's reliance? If he's not demanding that level of meirich, okay. But it doesn't mean the whole nature of everything completely changed because you're going to have a, a gridlock. Everything should be done to 
uh, try to find out, and he spells out to please him, but that's pretty clear. So you'll say, okay, in the time of the Ramah, it was more of a uh, disparity in the relationship. Uh, get that, and that's true, but that doesn't mean that we are now coming shava b'shava to the extent that there's no ability to lead and guide the family because everything is always deadlocked one against one. It's not the way it goes. Vizet, unless he, again, hands the mantle of leadership to her in one category or many categories, or all categories, which happens. And that's the only way the marriage is going to succeed. Rabbi Yashiv, in his Kavitz, in his Tamid uh, Morov, running commentary on this Sugi and Kibbutz Aim, brings this Ramam as a Raya, not like the Peschet He says, can't just be the list. And one of the Raya's we're going to see is the Beis if we started discussing last week, where the Beis assumes Dava Pashit that discussing Kaddish, which has nothing to do with her list of being Meshubah to him. And Beisese says, you have to follow the father over there. And they weren't even married then. She was no longer alive, which we'll discuss right now. But the backdrop to this Ashkafa is that, yes, there is still a, uh, a slight difference in which case somebody's got to be the Rosh HaMeshpacha, which is why in our circles, uh, if you walk in on Leil Shabbos or Shabbos afternoon to the dining room table, uh, the husband is sitting on the head of the table and the wife is sitting by his side. Uh, and that You'll say, well, that's push it. Well, certain communities, that has been changed also. In certain communities, the, uh, they switch off every Leil Shabbos and sometimes, uh, that was sabotage, by the way. If it was, uh, somebody doesn't want to hear this, when did you lose it? <laughs> well, you have, you have his backup. Just lost the sentence? If there's somebody, uh, okay, you have Celtics backup anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, there are communities where um, every other Shabbos, one Shabbos, she sits at the head, makes Kiddush, and makes some medicine, and the other Shabbos, he sits at the head, makes Kiddush, and makes some medicine. I kid you not. So that's not, so you can go through life saying, where does it say that's Asr? It doesn't say anyway that's Asr, but that could be very dangerous because the Rambam, all the Gemaras, and all the Rambam say not so. That's not what any of those says not so. So yes, can he meichel? Can he meichel and say yes? I want to do this way. I can't stop him, but that's not a very, uh, you know, that's not. A, I know of one case. The guys in Satika said, "Oh, he's such a tremendous honor. He wanted his wife to sit in the moment because of his office. He wanted me to mechabit her." That's the only exception I know. Which uh, everything else is unfortunately is coming from a place uh, where it's uh, f- feminism and it's all the other. Things that uh, we term as baggage coming along, which is uh, which is dangerous and confusing for the uh, for the children. So that's the um, that's the raya that Rabbi Yosha brings down, and uh, come out all the achrenim have various rayas that they don't agree with the pesle tshuva. Let's go on to the second raya. Take a look at the base uh, It's on the flip side of this page that you're looking at, page three at the top. Base had the following shaila, which he brings down. Kasavoid, do you see the bracket there? Kasavoid. This is a Simon Shin I involve in Hilfus Avelis. Kasavoid, Vishem, Harav, Rabbeinah Meir. Shemitzvah, Les Anas, Beyem, Shemez, Avavimah. Not too popular today because we don't fare very well. So, Mitzvah, Les Anas means uh, the art site. There was a mitzvah, and nowadays some people are still doing it, many people are not. We just spoke about Chav Sivan. Where uh, there was a minig brought down among the Brahman, the Mishavur, that the Gazeras Tachvatach and the Crusades and the blood libels. 
people said slichus and they used to fast. Now some people fast, most people don't, and some people say slichus, most people don't. But it's um, the excuses were not necessarily from Poland, and maybe the minute stopped. Uh, the real reason is we don't fast too well, and that's why we're not doing this often. Some people are serving tikkun. Mitzvah Laimar Kaddish al imoy b'chay aviv. And if the mother is no longer here, it's a mitzvah to say Kaddish vim aviv makbid. Whether he should be or not, it's a different story, but he gets heebie-jeebies, and he doesn't like it, and he's still alive. If he's makbid, af al pish ima asalat tzavah, loimer v'shvila, even though she left the tzavah, please say Kaddish for me. Kavada av, kodim l'kavada aim. So you already know, if she had to leave a tzavah, that means the time of the Beis it wasn't so entrenched as a minute. Because we don't believe it's so far. Everybody does that. And that's why the Ramah Taka says you can't object today because it's basically like the father asking you not to do a mitzvah because it's so the minute that you, same reason she wouldn't leave a tzavah is you got to say Kaddish. But they say if apparently held it wasn't that entrenched yet. And here we have a situation where the knife are married. So right away I mentioned Rabbi Kivega as a kasho. Why isn't this like Gerish and he could take his pick? Why does he have to listen to the father? They're not married anymore. So some say she gave the tzavah Michayim. So at the time she gave the tzavah, they were still married. She's Meshubah to the husband. The husband didn't like that. They didn't say anything. Then it wasn't Nagaya. Now he's saying something. So now the husband uh, demands he stop saying Kaddish. And he wants to say Kaddish. The mother wants him, wanted him to say Kaddish. And wants him in the LMM to say Kaddish. Beis says the din is he has to listen to his father. According to Pesach Tshuva, that doesn't follow. Because it's not on her list of Shibudim. Why should she be? She's not Meshubah over here. So again, Ramah argues for a different reason, but then the, the Nebuchadnezzar says, Kavar Chaim always goes first, but that's not, it's not the Beis Yasis, the Beis Yasis is Beferish. Kavar Av Kaidim Kavar Aim. And he applies this, which means it's the general issue of Kavar, not just the, the Malacha she happens to be Meshubah to do. Take a look <coughs> at the second uh, page four, it says on the top of the Mithras Chinuch. And let's discuss two similar questions. We're going to get on the separate cover to Mitzvah Shem to discuss more in detail step-parents and, and uncles and aunts and brothers and sisters, but suffice it to say for now that there's a chiyot mechabit step-parents, that's very shikamar, and um, the oldest brother, maybe even other older brothers, maybe even the sisters, and the question is as follows, what happens if his mother, his father was Nifter, Leilainu, and his mother remarried? So he is a chiv, listen carefully to this, it's an important lundus. He's a chiv to Mechabed, his stepfather, that's a drasha, and he's a chiv to Mechabed, his mother, his natural mother. What happens in the same scenario? The stepfather asks for coffee, and the mother asks for coffee. What's the din? So we would be quick to say, as a havamina certainly, is that, well, it's the same din. The mother's married to the stepfather, so she has to be Mechabed, her husband, and you have to be Mechabed, both, so then it's the same transit of property, so then you have to be Mechabed, the stepfather. No, it's here. Right, so that's the Mechus is going to say. He says it's not the same because the lumdus is that the stepfather is, even though it's based on a, on a drosha, based on an extra word, but the lumdus is that it comes through her. So the only time you need a tiebreaker is when you start off, you have a problem now, you have two people that have an equal kibud, a hischaibus, a father, a real father, and a real mother. So then you need a tiebreaker, so the mother is mechit, the father in general, the way we pass it on the Pesachuva. So then you, you go to the father first. Over here, they didn't start off on the same level. It's, it's a real din, stepfather, but it's lower than the mother, and it comes from the mother, so therefore, it's never going to come out. You have to be mechabit him first. And that's an important chilek. That comes up, by the way. Again, if it's coming up that the stepfather has an axe to grind, and, 
and uh, he has it out. He's being too demanding, and the mother tries to put it down. You know, that could happen sometimes. The mother steps in. Lamaisa, it really goes with the mother. She has a right to step in if it's not Mahachas or Kanto. Yes. Oh, so that's the second example. It's the same one. This he says the Paiskim discuss at length. And the grandfather asks for the coffee, and the mother asks for the, and the father asks for the coffee. And again, the father now, as soon as he realizes the grandfather asked, should say, "Bring it to Zaidi." But let's say he doesn't know a different room. He just called, take out pizza, whatever it is. Uh, he doesn't know what, the, what does the grandchild do. So again, you can make. I can't say it's even a mistake. Rabbi Kiveger quotes Levias Chaim. Achron obviously predated Kiveger, who says that your father and you are chayev in the grandfather. There is a chiv of covering the grandfather's two days in the Ramah, but there, we pass into some level chiv, lower. But you and the father, the father of the chiv and his father, so therefore serve the grandfather. Like this Gemara and this Dinah Shulchanar. Most Achorinim disagree. And the same lambdas of this Mechaz Chinuch. It says the chiv, if there is a chiv to Mechab the grandfather, which is Machlegis already, but if there is, and we hold there is, it's because it's an extension of the chiv of your father. So then you don't have to serve the grandfather first, just like you don't have to serve the stepfather first, even though the father has a chiv. That's his business if he finds out about him. Right now, your chiv is to the father directly. But the extension is called a chomer, right? It's not. Well, that's the kasha. That's why the Rabbi Kiveger holds that you have to give it to the grandfather, but it's not a kavachomer because of the schilich. Let's see the mechaz chinuch inside. You, you look perplexed. Yeah, wait a second. Just as another thing is, if he outlives... The grandfather the outlives the father? If the step... If the step no, so then Mikra Din, there's no, there's no right. That, that's the Gemara. So but Rebbe left it Tzavah, be Mechabit anyway, your stepmother, but right. that's, yeah, but that, that's a Chumr. Yeah, that's right, right. That's correct. That's correct. Well, let's see the Mechazin Chasai. It makes this point. This is a very important point in Lundus. It's 945. Maybe we'll see it tomorrow, as a matter of fact. I don't know, maybe.